Sometimes I'm good at podcasting. Something really want is to hold you fast. Treat you podcast. None of them are so podcast. All I really need is time. Welcome to the Rotten Potatoes Podcast, brought to you by Denver, Colorado's Cook Street Productions. My name is Evan, and I'll be your host tonight. Woo! Why don't we go around the table and introduce yourself with your favorite <laughs> body part of yourself. Oh, God. <sighs> Jesus. Who wants to start? <laughs> oh, I know. Okay. I love my calves. Mm. I always do. All right. <laughs> no, Even at this moment, maybe there's something about like wearing mesh shorts specifically too, mm. where you see it and it's like, yeah, it's the summertime, and then you can you can flex it, and it reminds me of chicken wings, which make me want to eat my own leg. I guess is what I'm saying. You have right. nicer calves than you think, Justin. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's I don't really have many good body parts. You have so nice calves. I had to really narrow it down. <laughs> Wait, you think he has nicer calves than even he thinks? Because it seems no, like God, he has a really no. high opinion. Nicer calves than one would think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprising calves, they called me in school. Uh, my name's Travis. I would say maybe my ears, because I've never mm. been self-conscious about them. You're good. <laughs> the like, I've never had a moment in my life where I was like, oh, I fucking hate my yeah. ears. I bet she's looking at my ears right now. That's the only body part you can say that about? Yeah. Oh, for yeah. Sure. oh, and my dick. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say your dick. Um, <laughs> when it's on me. Yeah. <laughs> it counts as my body part when I have it. When I have it in my when possession. It's in my hand, it's mine. Inside in my grasp. <laughs> possession is 90% of ownership. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Nate. Um, yeah, God. I don't know. List a bunch of things. Yeah, so many. I like my thumbs. <laughs> do you? I really do. Look at them. Do you like your thumbs, or is that just the last thing you? Look Isn't it at? like a nice man's thumb? I don't yeah. feel manly. I'm not very callous. You don't have hair on your feet. Yeah, it's the least hairy part of you. Same with my feet. Feet and hands for you. (laughs) Oh, your feet are great. You got nice feet. Thank you. I don't mind my feet feet either. Yeah, you've got Mm -hmm. great feet. Between. Hairless is nice. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) But I'll take my hands and my feet. (laughs) (laughs) What was your answer, Evan? (sighs) I don't know. There's so many that I don't like (laughs) that it makes it hard. Um, I'm a a fan of my forearms. Mm. I thought you might say that. That's the calf of the arm. Arm calf. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you and me together. Yeah, man. you can flex it. It also yeah. gets a lot of working out, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. As always, you all know we'll be betting on Rotten Tomato scores for movies that are in theaters right now. But I had to go see a movie because I was the furthest off on that awkward moment. Mm. <laughs> Saw it today at about 4.15. Nice <laughs> <Did you like laughs> little it? matinee. It helped. I had a uh, get-in-free ticket. Whoa! So really? I saw how, it for free. How'd you manage that? Uh, I went to see Hunger Games when they were doing some charity event. So they just, I just got a free ticket. Charity for the person going to see the movie? No. The, the, all the money from the movie. All the money from the movie, like from that showing of Hunger Games, went to the charity. And well, you got a free ticket. Go for, and then got a free ticket for another movie. How later. much did it cost so, to go to that movie? Like $8. It was cheaper than so usual. So it's cheaper than usual and you get two tickets. And you get a soda and a popcorn. But using that and going up to the window... Where a, a young lady is taking my ticket. I'm like, can I use this? And, I, and she goes, yeah, it's good anytime. What, do you know what movie you want to see with it? I was like, 
that awkward moment. <laughs> I thought it was today rough. At 4.30 p.m. I'm pretty sure Evan's at a ticket booth right now asking for that awkward moment. That's exactly where I was. And there was a group of teenagers in front of me, and I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to be in, my, in the movie with me. They had better sense than that. They would see, I'm sure, a better movie than that. They were not in my theater. I bet they thought about asking you to buy their R-rated tickets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many people it. were there? Um, actually, that, I made a mistake. I got there at, I was in the theater at 4.10. So right before the movie starts, five yeah. minutes later. And I was like, well, no one's in the theater. I just took the front row of the second section. Because right. I could put my feet up. Yeah. It's a fine, it's a fine seat. Sat in the middle. And then, like, a bunch of groups kept coming in, and I'm sitting there by myself <laughs> in the front prime oh, seat. Makes you like oh, we got room back here, people. Fill it in. Phones <laughs> off. Keep it moving. Don't makes you look really so excited felt, for it. Exactly. So I felt very ashamed awkward. of my... It was you hit your Zac Efron sign. <laughs> <laughs> so... I really liked it. Okay. Yes! Whoa! I nice. really did. Nice. I, I sincerely liked <laughs> this movie. I did not expect that. The whole time, I'm sitting there, the first 20 minutes happen, and I'm like, all right, this is going to turn. Like, I really enjoyed the first 20 minutes. Yeah. I was like, smiling, enjoying myself. I was like, well, it's going to turn. I mean, it's got terrible reviews. It can't stay on this right. trajectory. And I mean, the second half's not as good as the first half. Okay. But I'm never, I was never upset. You're never mad. <laughs> never mad. Okay. Right. <laughs> that is fantastic news. <laughs> Sounds like you had a great time. I really, I, it made me check the Rotten Tomatoes score after I got out, thinking maybe something, like we read it wrong, or something. Like, there's no way this is a 20, it's 22% at the moment. Wow. There's no way. And apparently only 50%, 56% of audiences like it. So I'm even in the, like, barely in the majority wow. there. Yeah. I might be building it up for you guys, and you guys are going to hate it when you do see it. So I don't want to say that, but I enjoyed it. I think I really liked it because it's a movie that you don't see in theaters anymore. Yeah, This kind of movie true. doesn't exist yeah. anymore. It's like HBO delivered to your doorstep, but the opposite. <laughs> right. You need to leave your doorstep. I didn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of the home box office. Yeah. Yes. Much less convenient. It was the box office. <laughs> it was an away box office. <laughs> I should think of a better name for that. <laughs> movies, yeah. Um, but no, I, I I had a couple little shut up movies, I guess. Excellent. Um, How was Imogen Poots before I forget? She was great. <laughs> <laughs> I really there's something about her that I think she could exist. This okay. character, I mean. Okay. She was good looking. Yeah. But not like unattainable. Okay. And I might want to hook up with Zac Efron. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. He is stunning. Yeah. <laughs> and the deeper voice. He's got a deep voice. Did yeah, you guys know this 20, one? 27. <laughs> not every 27-year-old has a deep voice. That's true. But I really think Miles Teller has a future. Yeah. yeah. I think he's very good. Since the last podcast, we've seen uh, Spectacular Now. Yeah. And he's great. He yeah. carries it. And it seems like a lot yeah. of the stuff he does, um, either off the cuff or like kind of riffing. Because they did... Um, they had outtakes at the end. Nice! That's why you yeah. feel so good That's about good. It. That's yeah, part good. of it. With, uh, I'm not a player, I just fuck a lot as the background, as oh. they're doing. They're not, they weren't very good outtakes, but yeah. <laughs> I could tell that Miles Teller was like, they just had a, a riff session where, you know when he self-tans his penis? Mm -hmm. They had like, they just keep going with That's good. stuff. Um, He's interesting <laughs> because like, I, I don't know what his comp is like for an older actor because it might be somebody like Clooney. He might just no, because he's not. Yeah, he's not that good looking. Right, he's not that say. good looking. But it's there's something intensely likable. About yeah, him. Mikey Keaton, Jason. <laughs> no one Siegel. is like Michael Keaton. Yeah, Jason Segel's perfect. And I feel like Teller can't grow facial hair. 
He's always clean shaven. I think he's got my disease in that that realm, which helps him. I think. I don't know. <laughs> girls, girls hate facial hair, right? Am I right? Yeah, It'll it'll move the other way. Yeah, I, I'm ready beards for it. I think it's already soon. started. Yeah, beards will be out soon. I think it's That'll already started. I don't think this is, this is not a shut up movie yet. Um, their job was interesting. This is a bring it on movie. They have a, they have a job. <laughs> it was I'm here. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> they have a collective job. No, her, Teller and Efron are coworkers okay. and went to college together. Yeah, that's so, bullshit. Yeah, that's annoying. So they designed book covers. Oh, that's, which that is annoying. It's annoying. <laughs> that's kind of a shame. I kind of like it, but it is like working in a magazine. Basically. It's exactly right. that. Which everyone does. But <laughs> magazines are being outdone. Book covers are still going to happen, even if with Kindle that's and all true. that stuff. That's still going to show true. up as like, yeah. the main So they're like graphic designers, kind of? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But it is exactly. That's, like, that's who actually designs book covers, are graphic designers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just like, I doubt that there's one like famous guy that everyone goes to. Who's right. Like the... Well, these guys—they're not. <laughs> You're they're not like, hot oh, that Rembrandt. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't, the they, they weren't like. They weren't like hot shots. Like it didn't feel like they were like uh-huh. breaking it in. Right. That, they weren't. Yeah. They, yeah. You know, they weren't like hot shot ad guys. Still, it's it's a, a movie job. It's a, yeah, which yes. is a movie job. They pick something that's actually interesting that's really hard to obtain. I've noticed right. from Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like yeah, I'm the guy who picks music for movies. Yeah. What? <laughs> that's a job. Yeah, you gotta you gotta know someone. Uh, I've also decided we need to lose a guy from the group. Okay. Oh, that's okay. Uh, Three is the magic number. Three is perfect. Like, it's just, it's, it's tight-knit enough, and you get the variety. It's just... No, that's actually our fan mail question is, like... Which one would we get? How are you going to bring to Evan? Oh, yeah. Which one? Which one? How are you going to fake that you're making a vote on the spot, but not make him feel bad? It's like the uh, it's like the Jason Bateman, it's the vote. roommate, yeah, yeah roommate yeah. vote. Where he's yeah, like, it's so oh, we'll just throw a vote to the yeah, <laughs> so good. Um, so my shut up movie. <sighs> it's okay, we won't tell the movie you said it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Miles Teller falls. Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> this is this is ev- I'm gonna have to see this. The this is you came back at you're all. You're gonna smiling. see it at the theater. Oh uh, yeah, I'm down. Um, this is evident right away that Miles might fall for his friend. Mm-hmm. He has a girlfriend. The girl you see in the preview yeah. that he's with was like his his friend, wingman right. type girl. That exists. But how much? Exactly. <laughs> right. That doesn't exist in a movie. It, it only exists in movies. And then the realization. Never mind. I can't call this a shut up movie because I agree. <laughs> she sits down at the piano and plays a song and just belts it out like. Oh, An amazing voice, yeah. like incredible, and you just see him kind of like stewing, like I want to be with her. All right, of course. Yeah. So I'll pick a different show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good boner. Zac Efron is doggy styling this girl. Yeah. And uh, it's the morning, and Michael B. Jordan opens the door, and goes, "Oh." He's a, and he realizes that he's embarked on an intimate moment. Yeah. And he just. Stays there. Yeah, that is stupid. Uh, like, they're like, like do you mind? And he's yeah. just like looking at her boobs dangling. <laughs> I mean, she's wearing a shirt, but <laughs> just like, just like staring. Like, yeah, it's not the reaction no, you have. You, you, you go, yeah. shit. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. You, guys. Right away. And you don't yeah. just stare like. Yeah, it's just. Cook Street fan mail. All right, so our fan mail question this week. Comes from Julianne from Appletown. Is that correct? No, she lives in Washington D.C., the nation's capital. 
Who are the best actors or actresses out there with little to no sex appeal? Yeah. Which is Johnny interesting. <laughs> you don't find him attractive? Next. <laughs> Next question. Little to Anyone? no sex appeal, but best actors. But very good. Yeah. Hmm. I think that the part of the reason she asked this yeah. was because Philip Seymour Hoffman. Right. I am just now, today is the first day I've been good since hearing about that. Yeah. The news. I, it's... I, you know what sucks is that it happened the day of the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. That really threw me off. Like, I just, when I heard about it, I just was like, I can't think about that right yeah. now. That fucking sucks. It's Super Bowl. And then it just becomes this piece of information that people are exchanging while watching this cultural event. Yeah. And it really diminishes, like, I the think, actual grieving. Of, I think you yeah. and I have talked about it for at least an hour every day since it happened, other yeah. than the Super Bowl. Yeah. And it's interesting that he was a, a big sports fan. Yeah. Like, I, like yeah. in a weird way, that shows school. to me, like, how much of a heroin addict he was. Like, the fact that, like, he's that uninterested. Like, I mean, he, he, he was a big sports fan. Like, that's an important day for people. I was thinking, don't you think, like, sometimes you see these lists of um, gay celebrities that you wouldn't have thought were gay, and then you go through them, and you're like, okay, Nathan Lane. Clay Aiken. Sean Hayes. <laughs> like, everyone's played a gay guy. Philip Seymour Hoffman, I think if I found out that he was gay at some point, I would not be, I'd be surprised, but I would be like, yeah, okay, maybe. He's an actor. Because he's played a lot of, he's played some gay characters, say, played transgender. Going, right. And then, but he's got three kids, he's yep. straight as an arrow. Mm-hmm. He's a great actor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's no, phenomenal. He's, and like, yeah. it's taken some time now for, I think, all of us, like, with the media, we've just been consuming articles right. where it started like, Oh, he's one of the clearly one of the best actors of this generation. Wait a minute, is he one of the best actors ever? And that's kind of where it's at now. Right. And it's really hard to argue. Yeah, and I'm not sure why you would. No. Like, and and like, what's interesting about him is that, and like, you know, there, there's not a lot we can say that hasn't been written already. Right. But it is interesting with somebody like him that, you know, I mean, he, he led a couple movies. Yeah. But. Outside of that, he he just made everything he was in better. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. isn't that like what an actor actually is, rather than being yourself? And like, right. Like if you if you say somebody like if the argument for who's the best living actor if two months ago you said who's the best living actor, and people say Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis, you know, Joaquin Phoenix. Who else? You'd, I think you'd have to get to Philip Seymour. You get to him eventually, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's yeah. the only—he's the first one in that list who doesn't lead movies. Yeah, yeah. it's true. And there's something interesting about that. He's it, almost like a glorified character actor based on his yeah. resume. And his but. choices are are so much more interesting because he's not as discerning, right? Like, I mean, like somebody like Joaquin knows exactly, or Daniel Day Lewis. I mean, like yeah. he. He chooses something every two years, and that's the thing right. that he does that year, and he knows what it, what feedback he's going to get about it and everything. It's like, I'm Lincoln. Okay, now I'm going to spend all this time being Lincoln. And with somebody like Philip Seymour Hoffman, you just get a little portion of it. He does four movies a year yeah. for the last you know 20 years. It's wow. in, he's incredibly prolific. He's yeah. the, to me, he's the best actor. He is. Yeah. yeah. And like just thinking about movies he's done, um, obviously he has like a, such a broad range, but like... Remember Mission Impossible 3? I loved yeah. him in that. Dude, it, was awesome. it's, it didn't seem a right because he was so yeah. good. Like, yeah. he, was so, he was almost too good for the movie. It just didn't feel that exactly right. That happened a lot. It did happen I a lot. Think Charlie it, like, Wilson's War. Charlie Wilson's War was the other yeah. one where I, I remember walking out and being like, I don't really like that movie that much, but Phillips, he yeah. was yeah. so good. And with these other actors we're talking about, 
isn't he the best two-way player because he does comedy too? Yeah, he's, and he's like funny. Daniel Day-Lewis, really, really Joaquin well. Phoenix, Leo, all Never. these guys we named before. We had that fan mail about who can do both. Phyllis Moore Hoffman is funny. Yeah, yeah, he's funny in a lot of things. Absolutely. I really want. I'm hoping that Paul Thomas Anderson does an interview or writes something <laughs> about because he knows yeah. him better than anyone and is a great writer so I'd be really interested to see yeah that. I think the thing that's upset me most about that I mean beyond just losing somebody who has so much left that you'd be interested in um, is the way people react toward like that it's heroin yeah. like if it, yeah. if it wasn't heroin if it wasn't an overdose and he died in a car accident like walking. there would be no second there'd be no agenda there'd be no like separate story behind it, and right. it'd just be like, "Holy shit, this guy was fucking great!" Yeah. Yeah. Like this guy was so good. But instead, you have this whole sect of people who says, "You know what?" Using it as a teaching moment. Heroin is an addictive, destructive drug, and it just tears us apart. And like, oh, like all this, like, fuck you. <laughs> like <laughs> this, like I don't know. It just seems like obnoxious to me to judge somebody, um, like, like. After, like, no one has any idea about what his life was actually like. Like, he was very private. And and the fact that, you know, drugs has been a big part of his past, I didn't know that up until no. this yeah. week. And it's not surprising. Yeah. Right. But at some point, there's you have to realize that this is a, you know, it's a pattern. <laughs> it's yeah. not, it's you know, it's not just something that occurred once. It's like a lot of really incredibly yeah. creative extraordinary people yeah. have a tendency to turn towards things that are destructive. Yeah, yeah, so like, yeah, big fucking surprise. Well, yeah. and then there's the side narrative that will come out of this is what, you know, he's one of a few people that suffer for their art, and this happens all the time. I mean, <coughs> right. Elliot Smith and David Foster Wallace are both huge suicides that happened for us as far as huge deaths. I put this at number three for me, yeah. and it's... I think the best thing you could say about him is, is he. you could say he's an artist. Right. You can't say that about Gyllenhaal. You can't mm. say that about George fucking Clooney. You couldn't. Right. <laughs> Even yeah. Heath Ledger, I mean, like, Heath Ledger, you know, is somebody people have talked about a lot this week, but I don't know if it got to the point where you would say that he was an actor. No. He, was I mean, a, he was a he, good he actor. He and Gandolfini are tied to one role for me. Right, yeah. And um, it was coming off that role that yeah. it, with Ledger, so that's like definitely Ledger's fine. Yeah, but Ledger's right. interesting though because like like people love him in Brokeback. He was young. He was nominated yeah, right. in Brokeback. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like like there, there's there's two roles there really. Yeah, that's true. It depends on what you know. Yeah. Genre, but yeah, with with Gandolfini, it was definitely one. Yeah. And there's twenty. All of us at this table have seen. Philip Seymour Hoffman in twenty movies. Yeah, that's that's crazy, and a lot of our favorite movies. That yeah. Just made. Sucks. Yeah, that sucks. So we hope that answers your question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is actors with no sex appeal, and we can't say ourselves. <laughs> Don't want to lie to the people. Well, because I looked at my back in the mirror the other day, I like mm. I counted four thousand freckles. <laughs> no one's gonna see your back though. No, no lady, I thought no about that. No, I back. thought about that. Girls don't see the back Never. ever. There's no sexual position where they can see the back. Well, well there's some you can try. Some. Really? Explain to me after the podcast because I would love to know. <laughs> Got to get some toys involved. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so toys I, or boys? <laughs> boy toy. Boy toy. So uh, toy I'll boys. go with two uh, for for men for actors. I go with two Coen Brothers staples. Uh, Steve Buscemi. Yeah. He's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I also don't think he's been good at anything in ten years. But. No, me neither. Also, but. with him, how much of of what makes him good is how weird. Yeah, yeah, is. yeah. That's true. And uh, John Goodman, I think, is really good. Uh, he's fine. Yeah, he is good. <laughs> so you picked, yeah, the Big Lebowski boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, tons of other, and well, Bill Macy, like I know him, William H. Macy, <laughs> <laughs> Billy Macy. Bill Macy, Bill Hoffman. Yeah, Bill Macy, I think is yeah. really good. He's tremendous, and uh, a lot of that's probably tip of the tongue with Bill Seymour Hoffman thinking about. I also think he hasn't been good in a while. That's Have probably true. Shameless? Yeah, he no. watches Shameless. I haven't. He's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, he's not. Yeah. I haven't seen like him in a <laughs> Not a groundbreaking role, yeah. but he's he's pretty good in it. Because of this question, I looked up top actors, actresses of all time. And there's a list of the 50 best actors of all time. And there's a really good argument to be made for like five or six out of the top 10 that they're not attractive. Yeah. I mean, it's like. But it's sex appeal. Yeah. Okay, but these, yeah, but that's, right. that's, that's hard to measure, especially yeah, so especially if it's a male. That's the question is like, who do you feel like doesn't have? Well, right. So like, but like like with with men, I think there's a a shorter ceiling on their physical attractiveness and their yeah. talent. This is a much harder list to find women because they don't right. hire ugly women. <laughs> right. True. And there's so no like, John it's Goodman easy. Parallel. Right. So it's hard. It like like fucking Paul Giamatti. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's a good actor a good who is. Really ugly. But isn't that and a like some thing people, where it's because he's so. Or like creep. Sean Penn, like like he's not like at this point like really. But women would say yes. Yes. Appeal. Yeah, sex appeal. Right, it's but it's because he's powerful and like all those yeah, things. Yeah, but that's uh, a sex appeal. Anyway, this Whatever is why it is. It, he was sexy in Walter Mitty. Just so okay, you guys know. I believe yeah. you. This is why it like made me really only consider women for this because yeah. it's really hard to measure that with men. Mm -hmm. um, also, had to get rid of. Comedy because yeah, like, you can say that, Melissa McCarthy, that's right. hard, yeah, but it's a separate thing. Yeah, um, so <laughs> it's hard. Um, so the the, I guess I came up with two, but I made I whittled it down to Judy Dench, but um, she's so old. That's exactly. Tough. That's but my entire you, point. You've only seen her old. You what can't do. She old didn't. Get, she didn't get. She. I looked. I researched this. She didn't get. Well, Meryl Streep was my other one, but like. People will say Meryl Streep is like a, a like beautiful older woman, but she wasn't. She's not famous because of the way she looks. She's famous because of her acting, and Judi Dench is a bigger example of that because Judi Dench didn't get famous or like you know like as a household name until the '90s. Like she's known for like being in the like James Bond movies and like in Queen. So like it's being old. Like, she didn't yeah. get famous as being an actress until she was old. Yeah, well, but that's, right. that's a good loophole. For, no, I mean, I don't mean that. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. that's, as we're trying to think of it, it was like, well, that doesn't count because they're old. Right. Get they Charlton Heston or something. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, and also, like, it's difficult because if you say an actress, there's going to be women out there that say, no, she's beautiful. <laughs> well, we should say that, like, well, let's like at least Maggie say, Gyllenhaal, I don't think is hot. Let's at least say it's a, it's a subjective right. sex appeal thing. Mm -hmm. Like Frances McDormand was what I thought of. Yeah, I think she mm. she's probably she is pretty. I mean, right. but I don't look at her sexually, right. yeah. and I think she's great. Right. They're Cohen brothers. Yeah, it's all Cohen there. Um, <laughs> and Tony Collette is right. another uh, woman who I don't necessarily look at sexually, but I, I always enjoy her at least in Little Miss Sunshine and way way back. Yeah, she's she's great. No, she's great. Sure, but they're both kind of funny too. Like there's always right. these weird qualifications yeah. mm -hmm. that I don't know. What'd you guys get? Um, so my, I went with man, but, so I was thinking, this guy is uber successful, and I guess you'd, you'd say he's handsome, but just, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say 
that he's like sexy. Okay. Tom Hanks. Ben Stiller. Oh, okay. Hmm. Comedian though. Yeah, but like he like are all his movies comedies? No. No. And he like he leads movies. He no, but he would have never been famous if it wasn't for comedy. Okay. But that, still, to be I mean, a comedian that gets that big. I mean, he's fucking huge. As yeah, far as like the yeah. top three guys that right. make movies that make money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like up there, and you know, the other ones are probably are guys that would you would have to argue have sex appeal, Clooney or Will Smith or Brad right. Pitt or whatever. Denzel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh. that's a good answer. Mine's not a good answer. <laughs> um, this woman is very attractive, but doesn't do it for me. Okay. Right. And especially maybe the movie roles she chooses, um, which she's a great actress. I want Kate Trash? Winslet. Oh, Kate, oh yeah, no, yeah, I thought Kate about Kate Winslet. That. Oh yeah, that's cool. I haven't been attracted to her since Titanic. No, and that's because I hadn't seen boobs yet. So when they he drew her naked, I got very excited. And you saw it all. Where's the mystery? Yeah. There you go. And then no, from then on, brilliant. like she's yeah. a great actress in everything she's in, but just no sex appeal. What about? I don't uh, know if I'm on board with that. Because you're you think she's maybe yeah something about her, not like I'm like oh yeah, but but like in the holiday. <laughs> yeah. No. no. Just I was like, like Jack Black can have her, but I'm yeah, not, no, I, I wasn't that. pining. I'm just, I don't, I don't, I don't pine, but I still am like, I don't know. She's British. She's that good helps. looking. Yeah. It helps that she's yeah, British. Yeah, I guess you're right. But yeah. British hurts. What? Whoa. Her accent? What do you mean? It's not a hot accent. Evan, you're confused. You need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> British accent on girls is usually not that attractive. That's insane. Who are we talking about? That's insane. Non-cockneys. Like Non-cockneys. Who are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, no. All right, name them. Not my fair lady. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Daenerys Targaryen. Daenerys is what I was gonna go with. In in Game of Thrones, you mean? Yeah, it's kind of like a no, like the real life one. She's phenomenal. She is phenomenal. Emily I don't think Blunt? the accent makes that? her more attractive. Oh god, that's crazy. I don't think the, the British accent doesn't do it for me. That's fair. What do you like? What do you? What accent do you like? <clears throat> Any Spanish kind Joycey. of accent. Joycey. Joycey. <laughs> Any kind like of Spanish accent. Deep Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> is um, John C. Riley? Kind of, because uh, he's mm. he's kind of dramatic and comedy. Like he's not a typically. I don't know how women feel about him, which is kind of hard for us to say what men don't have sex appeal because we don't really know. But yeah, we have a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like he's in the William H Macy, Phyllis Moore Hoffman, I, I, Paul Thomas Anderson, and the Coen Brothers are the people I just yeah. kept coming back to because yeah. they hire people that look normal. Yeah, right. it's true. Well, well and like like uh, there was an I know Justin read it, but there was an article about. Um, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman was like a great stage actor, also, mm-hmm. and that's like what a, pe- yeah. a lot of people are talking about. What was the play? It was like True West. True West. That him and John C. Riley were the two leads, and they would change lead parts like, every night. Like every, like a week and a week. Not in the middle of play. No, in the middle of the play. Not like not like in the middle of a play. Right, right. That's what I mean. But like, that's like confusing. They 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 would they yeah. were so talented and right. so good. They could and have this both is both in yeah. their chamber, which says a lot about John C. Riley because I, yeah. you know he did you know a couple of comedies with Will Ferrell, and now people think he's just like a right. Adam McKay. What about Will Ferrell? Comedy. Yeah, it's comedy. Comedy is tough. Why do you get rid of comedy? Yeah, why is comedy out? Because you're it. there. Because part of why you're funny is being unattractive a lot of the time. Right. But to, that's the whole point. Is like a comedian. It's so hard for a comedian to get that super famous and good. To I be don't that big it, of a deal. No. How, yeah, many, but how many good look like really good looking Jack, comedians yeah, are there? Exactly. It's the opposite problem. Right. What comedians have sex appeal? Very few. Hmm. I was thinking Joan Cusack, but she's kind of funny. But she made me cry in Runaway Bride. 
<laughs> I looked up her filmography because I knew that I cried once. You cried during one of the I did. I cried, I cried when she apologized to Joe Cusack. It's a good fucking movie, that awkward moment. Lay off. <laughs> that, you haven't seen it. I've seen Runaway Bride. <laughs> okay. She's in the, you know. Cook Street fan mail. All right, so this week we are looking at The Monuments Men. You guys excited? Yeah. For the movie or to talk about it? Either one. Yeah. No. To talk about it, yeah. <laughs> I don't like the title. Yeah. It doesn't roll off. Yeah, it does like not. The, plur- the pluralizing monuments and then going to men. Yeah. It's a real tongue twister. It well, is. so it's, it's a, okay. It is a possessive plural. No. There's no apostrophe. It's not. The men yeah. don't belong to the monuments. It's the plural monuments, yeah. So that they're, they're trying to save. Art yeah. pieces or monuments? Like hanging yeah. pieces? It's not a great title. Not just, a great title. Just call it Art Ninjas. Come on. It's All based right. on a true story, though, so maybe they had to go with that title. Um, they, that's what the group called themselves? Yeah. Yes. The Monuments Men is an action drama focusing on an unlikely World War II platoon tasked by FDR with going into Germany to rescue artistic masterpieces from Nazi thieves and returning them to their rightful owners. Mm-hmm. Read yep. us the, the cast. Yeah. The cast. And the, the cast director is, and the writer. Cast, cast, cast is why we're talking yeah, about Yeah, it's this. pretty crazy. Uh, um, it's George Clooney. Matthew Damon. Oh, she's a lot of... Billiam Murray. Wow. Bill Murray. Billiam? <laughs> John Goodman. Jean Desjardins. Is that the artist guy? Yes, it is. Bob Balaban. He's great. Mm. He's... God, this is... He's Russell from uh, Seinfeld. Oh, Russell Dalrymple? Yeah, Dalrymple. He's also the narrator in uh, Moonrise oh, Kingdom. Kingdom. Absolutely. Right. Uh, Kate Blanchett. And that's about it. Yeah. But no, I mean, that's... That's, <laughs> that's uh, yeah. That's five that's Oscar crazy. nominees. Right. The, the, the budget for this movie was $70 million. Woo! They all had to take... Pay cuts. It's interesting it that work. even Clooney can't make a movie without asking people to make pay cuts. Yeah, I know. Why was that reaction to the seventy million? That's a fuck a lot of money. Uh, that, that was low for what yeah, they. Yeah, that's low. Seventy million for a movie that isn't that probably effects laden. No, effects laden, but I mean, I guess traveling. I don't know. There's yeah. probably decent effects in there, right? I'm there's just effects. And, and, and it's, yeah, but there's, I don't think there's like heavy combat. It's got to be explosions scene. and planes. There's be explosions, I guess. I'm just saying, it's a lot of money. We make our stuff oh, up to oh, right. yeah. yeah, actually, I was I read something about this, um, like the actors all taking pay cuts, and they said Jonah Hill p- took a pay cut. If you know the answer, don't say it. Um, Jonah Hill took a pay cut to do Wolf of Wall Street. What do you think he got paid to do Wolf of Wall Street at a pay cut? $7 million. Yeah, I was going to say six. I bet it's 60000 60000 What? Yeah. Jonah Hill got sixty thousand dollars for Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, he just wanted to work with Scorsese. Take yeah. from what? <laughs> that well, you, I mean, you said seven wow. million. Yeah, but maybe out. I was way off. Yeah, I think seven's probably what he makes normally, right? I don't know. Sure. I have yeah, no idea. I would have thought. I would have thought like eight hundred thousand would be a pay cut. I have sure. no idea what yeah. sixty thousand. That's, that's that's the minimum. Yeah. That's the minimum that's what, like, for like whatever. Just having speaking, having a speaking part in a movie. That's crazy. It's paying off. Yeah, it's gonna get a movie. He's doing yeah, he's, he's doing another movie, DiCaprio, and he just hosted SNL. Yeah, that's crazy. Just to work with Scorsese. That's yeah, crazy. Right. Good gamble. That is crazy. I guess what the seventy million is because I already come into this with an expectation. This movie, I'm sure it'll make a profit, but I don't think it's gonna be a big deal. 
The mid-February. Yeah, it's coming out. out in February. Written and directed by George Clooney. Um, would you like to know his writing directing credits? Yeah, we've yeah. done this before, but why don't you run through it quickly? Uh, it's weird for me to think about Clooney sitting at his fucking laptop in this house writing a script. He's going back back and forth between the script and like the satellite images. I'm sure, he just <laughs> dictates to a twenty-year-old Italian model. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he directed *Confessions of a Dangerous Mind*. Mm-hmm. Good night and good score. Luck. Um, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, 2002, 79%. Mm. Uh, good Night and Good Luck, he did in 2005. 88. 93. Oh, good job. Uh, um, then Leatherheads in 2008. Yeah. 55. 98. 52%. That seems high. That does seem high. What a flop that was. I, yeah. I guess because it's Clooney, like, yeah. it gets overblown how much of a flop it was. But that's the basement, huh? Uh, he also directed The Ides of March, 2011. Pretty good. Underrated movie. Yeah, 85%. Yeah, never no. mind. <laughs> no, 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 Underrated great. by the public. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't get much talk. Yeah. And then Monuments Men. <clears throat> what, did he write all of those? No, he didn't write... He wrote Good Night and Good Luck. He wrote Good Night and Good Luck, and he wrote The Ides of March. Okay. And Monuments Men, but yeah, okay. those three. He was also a script collaborator on Gravity. <laughs> Which yeah. I guess just means he probably improv some lines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all it takes. Yeah. Um, so I mean, pretty good track record besides Leatherheads as far as his. I think it's worth saying, goes. like going into that, that like we all think this is probably going to be a little bit low, and the reason is because it's a February release and they didn't release it to any critics beforehand. And, co- and that's and information we all ha- we all we all have. Comparatively low to the Clooney brand. Right. right. Not that awkward moment low. No, 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 no. Right. But like that is something that. Like movies that they're like this was supposed to be a Christmas. Yeah. Release. So what's the yeah. deal with that? And it's a good question. I was supposed to be a Christmas release, I believe. Yeah. All I heard about it was that Clooney saying it just it's not going to be done in time. Right. It's not a big deal. We're not like we're gunning for awards anyway. Huh. Which right. is a nice <laughs> PR thing to say, but history does not have a great track record. Well, I'm coming from the guy who directed and starred. <laughs> Yeah, that's history's the, the worst. History does not have a great track record. There's nothing that anyone's ever seen. <laughs> it's got the best track record. It's the, it, it is, is a track record. Track that's all it is. They're synonyms. It is good. a history of track records. The film was pushed back because post-production was taking longer than expected due to issues of balancing humor with the serious nature of the subject matter. Whoa! That just dropped me ten. <laughs> never, never tell, never say that. Never tell anyone that's no, I'm looking for that. Yeah, it should be like it should be like a, a Wait, snafu on the effects or something like that. So hard to balance this humor. Let's give it a couple more months. <laughs> Make somebody else better. <laughs> I mean, trying to find the right tone of a movie. I right, mean, but that's... Yeah. Get right. it done. Shouldn't be that late. Sleep less. Shouldn't be in the post-production. We'll spend more time on the script. Yeah. yeah. I guess, or don't cast Bill it, Murray in a serious if movie. If you'd seen and his John cast and, and heard, like, it's a movie about, like, art, World it's War II, premise. you would have thought, like, upper 80s. Yeah. Is what you yeah. originally would have, initially would have thought. Yeah. I don't think we're all thinking that right now. No. No, I, I mean... the trailer... The tone, yeah. From the trailer, I would have thought that the tone. I, I, it did. I did wonder about the tone. Yeah, just that's from fair. seeing the trailer. Yeah, that's fair. Because um, they do have Goodman and Murray, who are both very funny. Yeah, they're great. And, uh, and Clooney and Damon are funny. Yeah, the they, top five yeah. guys are. 
Yeah. Have their, they're funny, they're good yeah. actors. They probably should have made it a comedy. It does seem like going into it that, yeah, exactly. It would be a, well, we have a funny, it's funny that these non-soldiers are in the war. Right. Let's mine that for comedy. But we also need to show how terrible it is well, over I, there. I am anti-Jew. Yeah, oh, wait, exactly. no. <laughs> <laughs> Pro-Jew. You're not going to be in Hollywood with that kind of attitude. It, it does seem like if like Soderbergh did this, there would have been a like a clearer sense of tone, right? Like like something like Ocean's Eleven or Ocean's Twelve had a right. a cast of charming people in a heist. Which is essentially the same thing that yeah. this is. Well, it's not the lower, yeah, lower stakes when you're just trying to steal money from yeah. a casino. I don't think they deal with the Holocaust though, or if they do, that's a mistake. Well, yeah, like this is an art I mean, heist film. Like that's what it should be. But it's if you show a Nazi flag, right. it's hard to not get make that. A lot of people like, associate oh, Nazis with hard. the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah. unfairly, some, yeah. some would argue. They have a, a history of track records. They have a history of track records. But maybe David O. Russell, because like Three Kings is is a great example yeah. of something that was yeah. funny but took place, took place in a war a situation. And it, Luckily, it was when the truce was coming. It was, helped yeah. a little bit. So yeah. is, I mean, but so is Catch Twenty Two. I mean, like it, yeah, it's, it can it's, be done. it's yeah. absolutely possible to make like I mean that's the best comedy comes out of serious like. 50-50, not to say that that's one of the best comedies, but like um, finding you know serious premises, 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 premises <laughs> and um, and finding a way to you know an angle at that. That's the the best way to do something original in comedy. Time to put a team together and do our best to protect buildings, bridges, and art before the Nazis destroy everything. How many men? Six. Jesus. Well, with you at seven, that's much better. So you want to go into a war zone with some architects and artists and tell our boys what they can and cannot blow up. That's right. Aren't we a little old for that? Yes. I think the Ocean's Eleven familiarity might lead to negative feelings. Isn't it a little like... It's too familiar because it seems like a poor man's version. That's what I mean. Both. Like, Like, don't have Matt Damon in it. Right. Yeah. The scene of them planning the heist they're talking about yeah. at the bar looks like a scene I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to recruit in Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, so I mean, audiences yeah. are smart enough to say, "Oh, it's Ocean's Eleven in World War Two. which yeah. is weird. Which is maybe what they what they want. But it's yeah. only, yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's only two players, right? Like it's only two people. It's only the two. Yeah, but it's, it is yeah. a strong cast. It's, like and tonally, it feels the same way. Did you notice that Bill Murray didn't say one line in the trailer? Yeah, that's yeah, a mistake. I was so excited for this movie when, too, I, when yeah. I heard about it. I was like, yeah, get Bill Murray in there. Maybe, I don't know. Is it the tonal problem? Is that what I'm feeling weird about? Yeah. Because I, I can't really put a finger on why I don't want to give it an upper 80s, but it seems like it should get that. It's weird. It's like something that has all of the surface level things you want but you don't see anything deeper than that. It's like yeah. great cast, amazing premise. Is this an answer to Shana's question from it might be. earlier this year? Yeah, Doesn't this really the change yeah. the way you feel about George Clooney as a writer-director, like this movie? Because like the list that Evan read before this was you know, kind of wholly unimpressive. Like It's good, but it's not great. Yeah. And if this is like 20, like let's say 20%? this is 20. Yeah, that, no. Okay, so let's say this is 40. Well, either okay. way, if this is like under 50, Playing my game? All right. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're all on a <laughs> next game now. Yeah, now this that is we under 50, stats. though, and he did this, and he did Leatherhead. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I mean, like... Under 50. I think the uh, the February release is the most troubling yeah. part of all of this. We and that let, let and the no reason one see it. Well, yeah. I mean, the pushback thing, 
wasn't her pushed back? No. Yeah. No, her uh, was. Yeah, her was. Released, released, maybe it's because they no, recast the, original, the second act. That's actor. what I was saying, though. <laughs> no, yeah. the original release date on her was like November 17th. It definitely got pushed back. So maybe yeah. they like were going to release this in December, and during those two months they didn't. They found the tone. Oh, they yeah. smacked it. <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> found it out of the park. <laughs> yeah, ScarJo's in this. You didn't know that? Oh, yeah. But being she plays Bill Murray. Being yeah. pushed back is one thing, but. Yeah. It, as long as it comes out before December thirty first, right. right. when you yeah. when you concede that it's not an Oscar worthy movie, yeah. right, that's a red flag. When they released one week after that awkward moment, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I found some February releases um, that either did well or didn't. Are they non um, Valentine's Day or non MLK Day releases? Yeah, I think mostly. Like <laughs> red tails, um, red tails. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think the one I think this is a problem Gosford Park yeah. um, which is it came out it was a crazy cast Bob Balaban's in that as well right so he's a February darling um, <laughs> terrible thing but I think it came out in February in the States so I think that might change it a bit yeah, it came yeah, out yeah. overseas in, right, in right. the UK earlier but that's an 86% um, Eternal Sunshine huh. came hmm. out in March. These have to be. Oh, you're right. It did. Came out in March. But that's, yeah, but that's March. Not, it's true. Things do come out in March. Hunger, Hunger Games first came out. Hunger okay. Games the first. Well, also Hunger that Games was like, what anticipation was there for that movie? There wasn't, but it's a good movie that because yeah. I feel like we're saying no movies ever that are good come out in February. February. Anything that which might not, be true. It is. It honestly, <laughs> I think might be like yeah. non Valentine's Day driven. Like this means war came out, and we know well, it's great. I mean, Identity Thief came out February eighth. There you go. So, or Paul Blart, Mall Cop. It's yeah. where they dump these comedies that have no expectations. What is what was the score of This Means War in all copy and paste date? <laughs> like the Green Hornet with Seth Rogen Oof. came out in February. Oh, so God. did Daredevil. No comic book movie should be coming out in February. No, that's, not, that's a very bad sign of a comic yeah. book movie yeah. comes out in February. Gangster Squad was something that was pushed. From winter to January. let's just put it out in late February or yeah. whatever it was. Maybe it was January. Was late January. Yeah. Came that out was, pretty that unremarkably. Really that was a bad yeah. movie. Uh, Big Miracle came out in February. That was a bad. Seventy-four percent. That was a bad. Movie. Oh, because you're so whale precious. But though. that had to be. Uh, I'm not the only one who watched it because I like whales. Right. You were overthinking it. You're like, well, they, they didn't quite hit the whale <laughs> thing you had in your mind. The whale wasn't represented. That's right. <laughs> What about Shutter Island? I know we've done this before, yeah, but Shutter, Shutter, Shutter Island is a Scorsese picture. Yeah. And that came out in February, I remember. I bet it got pushed back. Yeah. Yeah, you would think that Shutter would Island's come out. Shutter Island's pretty bad. 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And the, you know what the... I was, I was looking at it... Is that had, our highest yet? Other than Gosford Park and... Right. Big Miracle, like... Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. But you're saying March, I, Mar March, I do not. Like oh, movies Mar I think March is different. Back. Gotcha. Pushback. Um... The Company Men is. I was. I looked at the last five years of January and February movies. The Company Men is a movie that none of us remember. No, it's was Kevin it? Costner, Ben Affleck, Affleck right? yeah. like two other awesome actors, and it's about like losing your job. Like it seems like it'd be a awards bait thing, but instead it got pushed. Yeah, it was January twenty first. It came out, and no one's ever heard of it. Sixty seven percent. Okay, did four point four million at the box office. So basically, Whoa. it seems like <laughs> that's four. tiny. Yeah, it seems like yeah. the peak is around four, like like sixty something yeah. percent. I mean, and really, it might hurt commercially what do you more think, than mate? critically. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think of other movies. Playoffs. Company Men was a good. Good version. Yeah, I think that's one. the best comp. What, is, are there any other ones where like it had this really good cast and seemingly a good 
um, premise? Gangster Squad. And yeah, yeah. Gangster Squad that? and that Company was, Man. What, Brolin, Gosling, Emma Stone. Sean Penn. Emma Stone, Sean Penn. What was the... That that's a score? great That's comp, a good comp. Yeah. Yeah. Did any of you guys see that? They got a 32% on Rotten wow. Tomatoes. That's about right. Yeah. Not playing any games. I don't not. I don't not. I do not see how this could be below 50%. Look up Bill Murray scores. What do you think? <laughs> what are you <laughs> fucking watching you? You're not that good of an actor. Yeah, but what do you guys think, like, Bill Murray's lowest... Like, what, what is his recent oh, the, the F, FDR movie was shit, wasn't it? Yeah. What was that? Yeah, what was that one called? Hyde Park on Hudson. Right. 37% Oof. in 2012. Get Low? Yeah, yeah was Robert Duvall's in there. Yeah. Oh, Get Low was okay. Yeah, it was 84%. He's in that. Whoa. It's not, that's, that's high. high. <laughs> that's high. Fantastic Mr. Fox, 93. Yeah. I mean, it's, he's like the what, probably third most important. Uh, it's weird. It's hard. You can't look at any of these guys' scores because they're all great. Yeah, I don't have problems yeah. with any of these people. Garfield the movie, 15%. Oh. Basically, he should But that's because he thought one of the Coen brothers wrote it. Yeah, if the really? Coen... Yeah, he thought he saw Joel Coen, written by Joel Coen on the script. Yeah. And he doesn't have an agent because he's Bill Murray. So he said, yeah, I'll do it. And then found out it wasn't one of the Coen brothers yeah. that wrote oh, it. Oh, man, I wish the Coen brothers had done Garfield. <laughs> well, that's what he said. Oh, so does yeah, he. Yeah, that's that sounds awesome. Like, the Coen brothers did Garfield? Fuck yeah, yeah. I'll do it. And then he had to do the sequel, too. No, I think that was for money. At that point, he'd figured it out. <laughs> Are there any World War II comps? Or mm. art stealing? Thomas Crown Affair. <laughs> That's art stealing. Think the I, I think this is more of a Ocean's war 12. movie than an yeah. art Heist. stealing movie. What was Ocean's 12? Right. Because it, like it seems like they're not, they're not art stealing. They're more like making sure you can't blow it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess they're taking it back at the same time. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, but they're preserving bridges. Bridges as well. You gotta preserve bridges. How are you gonna get over that river? They're son? not art. Bridges are art. Yeah. It sounds a lot like a bad Ocean's Eleven with old people. Yeah, that's a great. That's Maybe. what they should use on the poster. Would, <laughs> would you like the Thomas Crown Affair to be? Yeah, I do. Okay, because they, they might put that on the poster too. Um, Thomas Crown Affair is an art stealing movie. It's an art heist. Sixty-seven percent. Great movie. movie. What was Ocean's Twelve? You'd love it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's great. Ocean's, Ocean's Twelve. We've done Renee Russo. Renee Russo. I was thinking Tin Cup, baby. Is she a no sex appeal? What's Tin Cup? No. No, she's sex appeal. Yeah, she's hot. Yeah, she's had sex appeal. (laughs) Ocean's Ocean's 12 is 55%. (laughs) Okay. I agree with you. It should be lower than that. That's crazy. And it's two hours and five minutes. It's the weakest. It should be lower than 55. Ocean's 12 is the worst of the three yeah. by far. And it should be 68. I think it should, I think it should be 70. No way. Yeah, thank you. That it's fucking... Cool oh, come on. That fucking Nightbox. Julia Roberts thing. Oh, who cares? Get over that. I'm so tired of that. That's the main part of the, how did they pull the heist. Did you no. have fun? Hey, no. I get it. Like, that's annoying. I like they tried and it. they shouldn't have done it. No one's ever done it before. Yeah, I like they tried it. I thought it was bold. I hate that it probably lost 20% because of that shit. It's Do you think the critics or the audience like Ocean's Eleven better? Eleven? Mm-hmm. They both... The audience. <laughs> audience needs Audience better. always likes Critics. Them. 82 oh. to 79. Because people were lost. Surprising. People were lost. What's wrong people? Yeah. That's ridiculous. People yeah, Ocean's Eleven's great. It's the most likable movie I've That's, ever seen. Yeah. It's the best movie. It's great. <laughs> of all time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. All right. How long has Monuments been? Oh, good yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, we need to do time. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Running time, baby. <laughs> um, one hour and 52 minutes. Yeah. That's about what it should be. Yeah. Seems reasonable. It can't be shorter. Well, it could. Do any of you guys think more, you're going to I think they like wanted it? it to be longer. They thought it was going to be around 210. I think they cut, had to end up cutting more, yeah. I guess. Do you guys think if you have to see it, you're going to enjoy it? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think no matter what, this will fall short of what it could be. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 
I think if you gave this script to Soderbergh, it'd be Got a better real one. Soderbergh kick. Yeah, <laughs> Soderbergh's great. Well, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, I guess you should be. And yeah, why would Magic Mike, right? Magic Mike. Yeah. Also, Traffic, he's Aaron Brockovich. He's great. Holy yeah, shit. and also what he's famous for is is oh, yeah, cutting yeah. movies. Like like they're. Um, her. Yeah, Spike mm-hmm. Jones gave uh, his cut of her to Steven Soderbergh, and he like he's famous for this already of watching a movie for his friends, like his director friends, and cutting it down. That's and so he cool. cut it from two like two forty five to an great. hour thirty. Her? In, in, yeah, her. in a week. It was 2.45. It was 2.45. 150 yeah. minutes. Yeah, 150 Holy shit. Something like that. And he cut it, like, yeah. It and that's what he does. It was over a weekend, too. He did it over a weekend. He just sat there in his basement theater, like, nah, it sucks. You could lose no, it. No, but honestly, <laughs> this is, like, this is what he's famous for. The reason Spike Jan- Jones gave it to him is because this is, like, his reputation is that he'll look at something, realize where the story actually is, wow. and tell them what's important. Cook Street should really call him. <laughs> yeah, I, King's Cup. <laughs> um, I heard this has nothing to do with the movie, but I, I heard this today that in World War II, the United States was developing bat bombs. Yeah, you've heard of this. Yeah, I heard about this. So before the atomic bomb was imp- was approved, the second thing the U.S. was working on were bombs being dropped by airplanes that would release bats, <laughs> Mexican bats, <laughs> holding incendiary bombs in their little claws and then they would go into a building and like hide in the attic and then it would detonate and that was their plan was because they had to travel to send the bombs because yeah because Japan has a lot of all of their constructions were paper or wood so just light up real easy so like let's put a bunch of bats in bombs oh and release them it was Eleanor Roosevelt's friend that developed it who was a dentist from Pennsylvania who came up with it was his name Bob Kane yeah, sure. Did you just look it up? Yeah. Oh, then yeah. No, no, he was the guy who created Batman because that's exactly. Yeah. yeah that's, well, those were his tools. Well, and just imagine <laughs> that's what his tools were. Like I know, and they tested it and it worked, but like eventually, atomic bomb is what they chose to end the war. But like, don't you think that's funny? If It'd be amazing was, if we if they were in teaching this in the in the schools, well, or if like just imagine being in the Oval Office in like '44. And like Einstein and Oppenheimer, and they're like, so um, yeah, we split the atom, <laughs> so there's a shitload of force yeah. we can use. What do you got? And then this guy's like, <laughs> this is like, a curtain, like a curtain with all these bats behind it. Like it's a, we don't need to. Yeah. No. Don't worry about it. No, his, no, no. In his dentist uh, scrubs. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll wait on the bat bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Terribly inhumane to bats. Yeah. yeah. Well, there'd be a lot less yeah. radiation. And you want to make Radiation's an omelet, you gotta kill a bats. few bats. We can send some bats in. Maybe their houses what if will that catch was on the, fire. What if, yeah, what if the Cold War resulted from that for 50 years of just this arms race of bat bombs? Yeah, bat bombs. <laughs> what else can we do with bats? What else we can we do? What's the next thing to do with bats? Got can you imagine pie? how excited you would be when you discovered the vampire bat? Yeah. It's like, holy shit, this bat sucks blood. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're all a suicide bomber bats. They just yeah. have vests on. Just, yeah, drop a bat in there. 50 virgins um, fuck drones talking about weird bombs did you guys ever hear about the gay bomb this was a real thing I've heard about it I've heard of the nude is. bomb and that was a movie they were contemplating the gay bomb which would basically drop and release a chemical that made all the soldiers sexually irresistible to yeah, each other yeah yeah that's the crazy so bomb. just a pheromone they couldn't fight anymore because they just wanted to have sex with each other so is it pheromone based Wait, or is it this was like research. research people say the US military was researching it it's like kind of theoretical and it's kind of like it's like kind of rumored 
But like in lot, lots of places. Do they really think it makes you gay, or does it as like a fair amount? At least thing? for a little while. Sure. Yeah. For Can a you short imagine while. if you could, if you could like siphon that down to a very small cologne that you might wear, <laughs> or like a, or like, a, or like a pill you dropped into a young lady's drink at the bar. That yeah. doesn't oh make God! Them a, I bet she totally sleep with you. That doesn't make them attracted to you. What? That makes them just pass. They that usually F seem out. pretty attractive. The gay bar. What year was that? They were doing that, or what war was that for? Because I think, um, I think like recent. Because they tested civil. no, because they tested on um, they tested on the band. They, they were all related, brother versus brother. Yeah, it was, a, it was the incest bomb. That was the alternate name for it. the Game of Thrones bomb. Nay, look it up. Cause I think they tested it on the band Wham. Because they used to be like a punk metal band, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> they just couldn't concentrate. And the gay bomb went off, and they were just why aren't we partying? Nineteen ninety four. I can't imagine it's real. Does I it feel storm? like it's just one of those. Things that just started going on the internet. Well, <laughs> Some body spray advertisers, and it goes on to talk about Axe body spray. Axe got it in their spray. <laughs> if, if there was ever a time to drop it, it would be the Winter Olympics 2014. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you guys ready? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess so. Not just, proud of it. But. I'm just going to wing it. Whoever's furthest away has to go see it by themselves. If someone smacks it, the other three have to see it by themselves separately. So don't do that. I think we're all going to be really close. Yeah, I do too. I think, so too. I, I think they're all going to start with the same digit, to be honest. Speaking of close, I have a close space in my heart for our, uh, <laughs> That's our sponsor. Our close space. <laughs> Definitely not an expression. <laughs> this sponsor is very close to my heart. Yeah. Near and dear, okay. one might say. So you've heard of Audible.com. They convert your classic novels and biographies into audiobooks to give you something to impress your eHarmony dates at dinner. Or less committal coffee, if you're not that into the girl. Well, we are in Audible.com, turning those same books into Braille. You do not have to be blind to enjoy our books, though. In Audible.com, maybe you're just looking for a new skill to put on your resume. I mean, who can resist hiring a seeing person who can find the bathroom during a blackout? Learn Braille and read the classics, because you're supposed to, apparently. And so you can just one-up those college-learned folks in your life. Two birds with one bump. Or more accurately, a set of carefully arranged bumps that convey words. <laughs> Everyone knows what Braille is, right? Very accessible. That is inaudible.com. Turn your favorite tale into Braille. Why is a website for blind people called Inaudible? Because they don't say the book to you. It's audiobooks, usually. Got it. Now it's Braille, so it's Inaudible, the books. Okay. That's the whole reason for the okay. website. I thought it, it was like... Was it not clear? <laughs> I guess it is clear now. Uh, yeah, I you understand. Talk, but it's like, if they can't hear or see, what do they do? <laughs> <laughs> they feel. You're right. They feel. Yeah, they, they, die. Feel. they feel. They die. Which is another sense. Um, another sense well, besides... You know, the yeah. senses sometimes compensate for the lack of sight. And right. ad writing no. clearly is one of them. <laughs> we've all seen... <laughs> we've really, all seen he, he just knows how to do it. He yeah. was an excellent yeah. copyright. He was. He can write some briefs. He's a lawyer. All right, we good? Justin, would you like to guess the Rotten Tomato score for this movie, The Monuments Men? All right, so uh, we can cut the rest of the podcast out and just go right to here. That's the meat. We should do one of those. <laughs> just a guess. Yeah. I assume that all three of us are in the fifties. Hmm. Um, I bet someone goes six, but I, I want to be in the fifties. Uh, the war ended in forty-five, so I transposed that, and I did fifty-four. Um, I think it's, I'm not in the 50s. 
Um, You're I, making a statement. No, I'm not. I almost I thought we were going to be all around the 40s. I thought I, I thought know. the 30. I thought about doing the 30s. Kate Blanchett don't make no 40 movie. No. <laughs> hey, what year was World War II? If you could just. You said one. I just said it in 45. <laughs> right, yeah, but if you could just pick one. Oh, 44 was a year? big year. 44 was D-Day. 44 was a big year. Um, <laughs> I was thinking 39 was the invasion. Yeah, so, well, I picked 44. Okay. <laughs> Pearl Harbor was 41, and Invasion of Poland was 30. I mean, it was yeah, several yeah, years. There's a lot of events. <laughs> a lot of stuff I encompass, my guess encompasses the entire range. <laughs> it's a good guess. I went with World numbers. War II. Nate went with Korea. <laughs> eh. Shit. Um... <laughs> I, up until the moment it came out of your mouth, oh, you are. I went, I was at 54, but I, I, I changed it right oh, before you spoke. You? No, Justin is a sandwich. Yeah! Oh, you're out. But I think I might smack it. Okay. <laughs> go smack it. But instead oh, I'm going to make Go smack it. That would suck for me. Oh, that would suck for you can't change your <laughs> guess now. Oh, God, but you know you now there's a one out of guess. nine chance, you don't you? can't change you? your you guess. You know there's a one out of nine chance right now. It would be eight because 54 is already taken. No, there's nine because 54 is already taken. 50 to 59 is taken. Mm-hmm. 56, you're all seeing it. 56, 54, <laughs> and 44? Okay. Um, so, if it is, where are we at? I'm I have to see it if it's below 50. 50. Below 50, below 50, Nate sees it. Above 50, Travis sees At it. At 50, I don't know what we do. Yeah, we got we to gotta talk to have. <laughs> we should record it. I'm not turning make a phrases. Podcast out of it. I'm not turning phrases at the moment at the rate I'd like to, so I'm going to read stuff. How do you so turn I don't have a to do it. <laughs> All right. We want consensus or do we want a positive and negative review first? Consensus. Okay. The consensus. Its intentions are noble, oh and its cast is impressive, but neither can compensate for the monuments mend stiffly nostalgic tone and curiously slack narrative. Wow, thirty-one percent. Wow, oh, no. oh, that's so yeah. low. It's really low. Well, Shit. I, 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 yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got a date for the movie. Smacked, smacked it. Smacked up good. <laughs> You can double feature with that awkward moment. I really thought this couldn't go below 50. You should double feature for that awkward moment. I think I will. There you go. I'll go for the second part. Yeah. You're definitely seeing awkward moments second. I really thought this couldn't go below 50. Yeah. Mm. I would not have thought so. That's an insulting consensus. It's noble intentions. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like it's a first-time director. Like, it's George Clooney. It was 31. (laughs) 31%. Wow. That's bad. This is worse than that awkward moment. No, no, 22. No, 22. Oh, I'm saying 22, I, they're going to give it a lower score because oh, they're yeah. stupid. 31, they're going to... It's giving, probably even a little... It's probably, yeah, lower, it's probably yeah. lower than that because people... Given it's uh, ceiling, this is underperforming. I bet you, yeah, I bet you the first 25 reviews in, it was actually up around 60. No, so. but no, I don't know. You're going to... Really? No. When there was like 30 reviews, it was 33. It's been... Wow. It's been right in the 30s the whole time. Yeah, but you're going to still... You're, you're going to get some Bill Murray and like Clooney moments oh, that man. you enjoy. I'm not pumped. <laughs> Two hours is long. Art... <laughs> <laughs> it looks like some of the art gets burned. Yeah. Okay. You like napalm? Okay. You like napalm? Yeah. Sometimes people You're paint right. naked, naked people. What? Yeah. Okay. Titties and napalm, pretty good. Should have named it that instead of monuments. Yeah, yeah it's a much <laughs> more interesting Titties title. Titties and napalm, man. <laughs> Titties and napalm, man. Thank you for listening. As always, we are Cook Street Productions. You can find more podcasts, our web series, and sketches on Facebook and YouTube, and our website, cookstproductions.com. 
Follow us on Twitter at cook underscore, underscore street. Yeah. We're doing that a lot more. So you yeah, should follow are. us. Cook underscore ST. It is, it is cook underscore yeah. ST. Because Facebook's going to die. Twitter it's gonna take Twitter over. takes over. I've, I've heard that. Yeah. I don't want to be a podcast no more. I'm not a podcast. I just fuck a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Cut. Cut and yeah. Thanks for joining me, guys. <laughs>